You found it. The home of red-blooded American patriots. The Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner starts now. Hello, Patriots. Welcome to episode 114, Genocide for Profit. Continue talking about the whole COVID pandemic and everything that's going on around it. Um, I have to do something else first, though, because it's 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 funny. And if you are um, a follower of Mike Lindell, you remember back when he first started getting kicked out of stores. Well, the first one was Bed Bath & Beyond, I believe. And I just broke this uh, story five minutes ago. I just picked it up. Uh, guess who's filing for bankruptcy? Hmm. That, folks, is called karma. And I would have to... Uh, kind of chuckle and say, you know what, we really are the majority because these types of things happen to those who who basically, um, you know, violate the rights of other people. And, and this hopefully is something that they'll finally catch on to. You, you would think after Budweiser, um, you know, and after the backlash that so many companies have, have received for going woke and the nonsense that's being driven down our throats and our children's throats that they would get it by now, but evidently not. So today's show is, as I said, genocide for profit. Amy Kelly's my special guest. Um, sat down with her a little a bit ago earlier this week and had a great interview. She is a person who is um, obviously passionate about the fight that we're in, particularly as it relates to COVID. Uh, her her work at the Daily Clout. Uh, as the CEO for the Daily Cloud proves it, and um, you may have you may follow, of course, Naomi Wolf, who also has uh, been a real soldier for this as well. So we're going to get to that. But before we do, I just want to say something. I have a new offering for you, and that is if you are a Frank Social member, you can go in, you can sign in to Frank Social, click on my premium on my. Uh, profile and then you can subscribe to my premium service and this is something i just kicked off for right now uh it's three bucks a month and that price is locked in forever so for three bucks you get access to a monthly q a with me on zoom we can talk about whatever topics you want you participate in deciding the show content and the documentary topics you can help me decide what's primarily important to the majority out there and you will get some uh, subscriber only special stories, content that others won't be able to see, uh, behind-the-scenes Patriot Review content, and I've already started doing this, so if you're a subscriber, there's already some stuff out there. Uh, you'll get discounts on Patriot Review gear, and you will get discounts as well uh, on some of the gear that comes out of America First Productions, which is my... Uh, which is my page for webpage and company for producing documentaries and such. So um, please check that out. You can go to uh, Frank's social. As I said, you can click subscribe once you're on my profile page, three bucks a month. Prices uh, will go up. Uh, I don't know how long I'll be running this, but um, you know, everybody's just kind of getting into this on Frank's social. So um, it's a limited uh, group of us. I think there's like 10 shows or something. I mentioned this last week, but uh, check it out. The premium is three bucks a month. Um, looks like my my PowerPoint graphic kind of screwed up there, but you get quite a bit for what I ask, and you can help me create uh, more and more videos and films and do the show, and that would be awesome, and I really do appreciate it. Um, also, one of the things that doesn't get a lot of attention is the My Store products, and you know that you can use TPR for a discount code at the mypillow.com website, but you can also use it at my store. So check out my store. You remember when this was initially launched, um, Mike's vision is to someday have this be as big as Amazon, which would be great. And, you know, he is slowly adding products, but what he is adding is, you know, stuff that's right here in America, assembled in America or made in America. So check that out. Again, it's mystore.com. You can go uh, in there and do the slash TPR. You'll go right to my site so the discounts are automatically uh, put in when you order, or you can use the code TPR. So check that out, mystore.com slash TPR or the code TPR. You can dial the number on your screen there, 800-652-9031, and that'll get you to the same um, 
the same discounting. So check that out. And we are going to go right into this here now. COVID, um, you know, relates to the documentary Breaking the Oath that I've been doing and working on and, and really finished now. It's just a matter of um, organizing some, some dates. And I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but for right now, let's go to my interview with Amy. I'd like to welcome to the Patriot Review for her first time, Amy Kelly, who is the COO of the Daily Clout. Also the project director of Pfizer Document Review, and this is a thing we'll, t we'll talk about this whole process quite a bit today. But um, Amy, welcome, and thank you so much for for accepting my invitation to come on to the Patriot Review. We're honored to have you. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I look forward to talking today. It's my pleasure, absolutely. And, um, you know, I've been following the Daily Clout's posts on on COVID and, and um I've followed a lot of what you have put out in the most recently because you're coming on the show. I spent a lot more time on it, right? But mm -hmm. there's a lot of stuff. There's almost too much stuff that's coming out. People can't really keep up with it. And it's also because I think there are multiple fronts that we're being attacked on as Americans. And the whole COVID situation is only one of the fronts. So I think people get a little bit lost. So uh, I'd like you to share, you know, what the most recent and most important findings are and and how also you really got started with this whole project, if you would. Okay, well, as far as how I got started, um, this is an effort that was started as a volunteer effort. Uh, Dr. Wolf was on Steve Bannon's show, mm -hmm. and the Pfizer documents had just been released under a court order, and they were talking about it. And they talked back and forth and said, we should ask for volunteers to go through this. So they put out a call for volunteers. And I really like Steve Bannon's show. So I typically awesome. listen to that when I can. And I heard that call for volunteers. And I had been very interested in what was happening around all this and definitely felt like we weren't getting the real story. So I went to Daily Clout site and signed up to volunteer. And a day or two later, I got a call back from someone who worked at the company with Naomi asking if I would be interested in managing the whole project because wow. they got into a point where they had had about 2,500 volunteers respond and just way more response than I think they thought they were going to get amazing. and didn't have somebody to oversee it. And I truly felt like, I was called to this, like it was providential that that came to me at that time. And so I decided to do that. And that's how I got involved with the project. And, um, you know, now the volunteers are up to about 3,500 volunteers and they've been an amazing group to work with. That is really awesome. And that gives, that gives me, you know, another, another piece of hope for America because there's a lot of people doing things that, you know, behind the scenes and, and in addition to what their normal daily lives are mm -hmm. that you don't hear a lot about because the media, of course, is, you know, they've gone black on anything that's true, right? They don't, they yeah. don't, they don't share the truth with you at all. So, so that's encouraging. And the other thing that struck me about what you said is that it was Providence is ironically, I was just talking to you about that before we started to record mm -hmm. the interview. And, um, I had participated in, uh, Mike Lindell's Moment of Truth Summit, and there were about mm -hmm. 1,200 people down there, and it was a common thing that was set around the table when we were eating is, you know, I never expect to be doing this, and um, I feel it was it was something that God directed me to, and I feel that way as well. So it's interesting to see and encouraging to see how many Americans have really stepped up, and I'm sure it's the case around the world as well because we're all facing this, right? So Right. Yeah. So, so you know, the group when as you oversee the group, how do you are you dividing? Um, are you dividing kind of focus areas among the groups, and how do you do that? So the way things have worked um, over the past year is that about fifty-five thousand pages of documents or page equivalent, which are a certain number of lines in database files, are released each month. And so when that's released, uh, I go through and look at 
in particular the PDF files, more so than the database files that are released, and see what all is there. And then we have different teams, and I divide up the documents among the teams and ask them to review certain ones. I also want them to be doing what they're interested in doing. So the whole list is out there. And I say, you know, if you're interested in something else instead, then please feel free to do that, you know, whatever grabs your interest. And they go through the documents and we have a form where they submit findings of theirs. And that goes into like a backend database where we can keep track of all of those. And in addition to the teams that are doing that, we have some smaller research teams that also get assigned documents, but their focus is more on what is in here that is reportable out to the public that we feel like is really important and should be highlighted and that we have enough there to write a report on. And so when you see the Pfizer reports either um, on our website or social media or in the book they're in, that's where those come from or from the smaller research groups. So then you're assigning, in some cases, at least two people based on their skill set? Um, For sure. Um, like on those smaller research teams, those tend to be sure. made up of medical doctors, um, medical researchers, nurses. Sometimes there's attorneys involved. Usually there's at least one data analyst because there's a lot of data throughout these files as well that you need somebody to be able to deal with. So um, right. their areas of competency allow them to read them in a different way than somebody like me who's a lay person without that skill set. Yeah, so then the public, you know, of course the media is going to attack you regardless of your qualifications, but... The rest of us that know what the truth is would look at this group and say, hey, there's a lot of qualified people here that are making these, yeah, uh, you know, that are making these um, discoveries and sharing them and therefore gain some legitimacy. So I encourage anybody to, to go and uh, familiarize themselves with that if they haven't already. And we'll talk towards the end about how they can do that. But how... Mm -hmm. How were they initially released? How did that all work out? So there have been some Freedom of Information Act requests done to get the FDA to release these documents because the FDA is the entity that's in possession of them, right? Pfizer does a clinical trial and then has to submit their clinical trial documents to the FDA to get their drug approved. So those FOIA requests were done and the FDA was not on board with um, providing the documentation that was being requested. And so Aaron Series and his law firm ended up suing to obtain the documentation. And the FDA wanted 75 years to produce the documents. Yeah, and that. yeah, it's crazy to think about that. And then um, they went back and forth on that. And finally, a judge, the judge that um, Aaron Syrian's firm were before in Texas, gave the FDA eight months to release all the documents. And they actually ended up taking about a year to do it. Uh, like I told you, it's both PDF files as well mm -hmm. as database files. Mm -hmm. And in total, it's about 450,000 pages. Wow. Yeah, mm -hmm. so you got, you got a large team of people, but they have a lot to do. That's a lot. Yes, it's so, a lot. And a, a lot of the document, I mean, they're complicated, you know, so you have to go through them more than once to really get right. what's in them. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess one of my first questions is, you know, when you look at those documents, are they just blatant about, you know, what the what the truth is? Or do they try to hide it in language where you really do have to know what you're talking about to understand what they're saying? It definitely helps to know how to read clinical trial documents. I mean, we are very blessed to have volunteers who are quite familiar with that and know the processes associated with it. But it's not all that way. I mean, you don't have to be an expert in that area to get what the documents say. And as far as them trying to hide things, some things are pretty blatant. I think that they thought people wouldn't actually read through them and find mm -hmm. some of the things. Um, and other things are more tucked away and you really have 
to have the analytical skills to find them. So it's a mix of both. Gotcha. So what are what have been the major discoveries that you would share if someone hasn't really been paying attention? And what are the major discoveries that you have been able to uh, ferret out and share with people? One of the biggest things I like to highlight is that there was a post-marketing analysis done. And in the terms of clinical trials, what post-marketing means is the analysis that's done from the date of the public rollout for 90 days following that. And it rolled out in the United Kingdom on December 1st, 2020. So that's the start of this analysis and it goes through February 28, 2021. And they're collecting adverse events from all over the world during that time. And they had over 42,000 people that reported events. And I believe the number, I would have to look to make sure I believe the number of adverse events reported was like around 158,000 wow. in this document. And it's uh, a 38-page document, and I encourage everyone to look at it. Uh, it's for short, it's called 5.3.6. I can tell you where people can go to look at the documents. But at the end, there's an appendix, Appendix 1, and it's called Adverse Events of Special Interest. And there's 1,190 adverse events of special interest listed that they knew about by February 28, 2021, and that we wow. know the FDA had in its receipt by April 30th, 2021. And I mean, as you know, these aren't disclosed to people. You have to go and actually look for the document. So there's no way people had informed consent because they were never told about these things. Absolutely. I mean, there's an argument like in those first 90 days that, you know, well, we didn't know all of this was happening, so we couldn't give it to them. But afterwards, there was no excuse to not give it to them, in my opinion. Yeah, and one of the guests that I have in the documentary Breaking the Oath that's coming out is Dr. Renata Moon, who was um, testifying before a committee that Ron Johnson put together, and she pulls out the blank package insert sheet, right? Right. And she that was her mm -hmm. comment was, how can you get informed consent when there's no information given? And legally, yes. I mean, legally, like when, um, what was it when, uh, was it the the avian flu or it was in recent history. So in since the nineties, mm -hmm. I think, or two thousands, um, a vaccine that was put out that had like 50 adverse reactions and they pulled that right away and they shared that data. Yes. So here, I mean, yeah. there is no question about this being done deliberately. Is there? I mean, not in my mind for sure, especially the way the things you kept hearing about it were on a worldwide scale and it was like everybody was speaking in unison you know you got that it's right. safe and effective mm -hmm. all the you know all the messaging it was crazy to have it on such a large scale that everyone was talking right in line with one another right. so yeah i mean it seems purposeful to me and criminal i mean it's, this is we're talking about yes. We're talking about a lot of a lot of deaths right now. The world the, the worldwide death is uh, approaching seven million, and in mm -hmm. the United States, it's like one point four million. And these people are basically all victims of genocide, in my my opinion. Um, yes. And it it goes. I consider it that. Well, you, mm -hmm. really, once you start finding out information, I mean, there's no other consideration, is there? And That's right. And they're so good at dividing people and dividing families. And, you know, I tried telling mm -hmm. my family about this and practically got disowned because they were so tired of hearing, you know, and what do you do <laughs> yeah. you know, when you care about people? You want them to, to be safe. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of Americans are frustrated by that that very thing. And um, it makes it much harder. Now, are you, are you and the members that are reviewing uh, the documents, are you uh, attacked openly uh, at this point because of the information you're releasing? Um, sometimes, yes. I mean, you know, I just had a full onslaught attack on Twitter in the past 24 hours. But, y you know, 
they try to discount what we are saying and like make fun of it in a way because it's coming from us. But when in fact, no one has come forth and tried to counter any of the information we've put out because it can't be countered. It's from the documents themselves, you know? And so when it's from the primary source, there's not a whole lot you can say. They more try to attack the people in order to discount what's being put out. And uh, I think our work stands very solidly on its own. Well, no doubt. I mean, if if you also... You also make the documents available, right? I mean, you yeah. were talking about that just a minute ago. So, I mean, you, you really put your put your money where your mouth is in that case, right? And mm-hmm. they can't argue. But that's typical of the far left. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's more about the emotion and the facts be damned, you know? Um, yes. Fortunately. One of the other things I wanted to mention while we were kind of on the family topic and stuff, too, is... Another huge thing that has come out of all of this analysis is just the absolute assault on reproduction that mm-hmm. these vaccines are. And so, you know, we were talking about it affecting families here in real time, but what's really happening is it's affecting multiple generations of families mm-hmm. and maybe even generations that are yet to come, you know, because the, so the vaccines, First of all, women have about two thirds of the adverse events that happen in almost all cases. So we don't know exactly why yet, but that's an interesting statistic and um, definitely more analysis needs to be done around that. But uh, we are finding women having just unbelievable menstrual harms, all different types. I think Dr. Chandler, who's on our team listed out like 20 different kinds of harms in that regard. Birth rates have drastically declined. Um, the women who got pregnant during the trial, pregnant women weren't allowed into the trial, yet some women got pregnant and they lost a lot of those pregnant women, like lost track of them. But the ones they did keep track of, there was around an 85% mis- miscarriage rate Wow. among those and then normal nothing like that um no, i it's very yeah much much lower um and then also when you look people try to discount bears it wasn't being discounted prior to this vaccine coming out really but now they try to discount the data that's there but when you look at bears and you look at the entire history of vaccines over, let's say, the past 30 years, um, it was pretty flat for people having miscarriages related to vaccines. However, since the COVID vaccines have come out, 76% of vaccine-related miscarriages have occurred since the COVID vaccines rolled out. So, you know, there's also harms to male fertility as well. Like, Sperm concentration has dropped, sperm fertility has dropped. Um, the ingredients in the vaccines lodge in the ovaries and in the testes and a bunch of other organs. Um, they cross the placental barrier. So if a woman is pregnant and gets vaccinated, those, um, those ingredients circulate in with the baby as well. And we just had a big story come out where a midwife allowed us to interview her and as part of the interview she talked about how she's seen calcified placentas and they're particularly calcified on the side of the baby and you know this just hurt that's what's feeding and supporting them and so it's hurting their ability to get the nutrition they need and develop normally and she said it's just been really shocking what she's seen since the rollout of the vaccines. Wow. I had, um, on one of my episodes, I shared uh, the birth rate chart, and particularly Australia, if I remember right, was hit the worst at that at the time mm-hmm. the data was out anyway. But um, so then it also it also penetrates the, the brain, the barrier for, for the brain as well, right? So you also get 
Mm-hmm. We're seeing a large increase in cancers and tumors, and and um, I think I'm pretty convinced. Dementia, um, Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's terrible stuff. And you know what? Um, what is the end game? What is the what is the um, goal, if you will, of putting all this information out there, other than um, just waking people up. What is the what is the step after waking people mm-hmm. up? I mean, we definitely want an informed public so that hopefully nothing like this will happen again. We also want to have this documentation available to for it to be provided to anyone who wants to take legal action or if Congress wants to reference it in their hearings or congressional actions. And we have had um, some Congress people reach out and want the document or the reports. They have access to the documents because those are public, but the reports that we've produced. So we really want to support anyone who's going to hold accountable the governments, um, the people that were involved, the different entities like the CDC and FDA, mm-hmm. you know, public health at all levels. Yeah. And Anthony mm-hmm. Fauci is one of the primary, I'm sure. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah, and and that comes out, you know, loud and clear. I mean, just watching the whole thing roll out. Um so I don't know whether you have an opinion on this or not, but how what um what does Trump need to do or say to you know get I think people are disappointed who are follow who I uh, believe in Trump and who follow Trump and they're America firsters and I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. But one mm-hmm. of the things that I've always thought was he should own up to the vaccine and he should not be praising what they did because he was basically duped into this poison. Uh, do you agree with that or is that something you don't really think about? No, I definitely agree with that. And given that it's looking like he's going to be the Republican candidate in 2024, I think he very much needs to own up to it and be supportive of the vaccine injured. I mean, there's so, so many and the people who have died and be honest with people. People will forgive a lot of things if you're honest with them about how you got there. And I know he was getting bad guidance from, Mm -hmm. you know, his team, the Corona task force and stuff that was in the White House. Mm-hmm. But he also needs to say, you know, I took that guidance and I take responsibility for the decisions I made during that. And now I'm seeing what's happening and this is where I stand on that. And I think if he doesn't do that, he is going to lose the votes of a lot of people who would otherwise vote for him. Because, this, I mean, a lot of voters when it comes to this are one issue voters. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's absolutely right too. And I hope that he hope that he um has the stones to do it, as Steve would say. And but, um, also the um the lockdowns. I think he needs to address mm-hmm. his decisions around that as well because there's still a lot of people who are dealing with brokenness in their families and personal lives that come out of the lockdowns. Right. And mm-hmm. And there's a lot of suicide that went along with that, and a lot mm-hmm. of families lost. The other thing, I, the other thing I really am just disgusted about, besides this, the main one to me is the whole January 6th insurrection and that stuff. Um, you know, and the people that have been punished and 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 all that. So, but as far as this is concerned, are you on board with a Nuremberg type of trial where you have the crimes against humanity charges on an international level, or do you think that's unrealistic? I mean, I would absolutely support that. I think we have all the elements needed for that, and it needs to be done. I mean, this was an assault on humanity as a whole. And people need to know that it's not going to be allowed to happen with no accountability Mm -hmm. and that there are consequences for the terrible actions people decided to take. And so many took them knowingly, in my opinion. And so I I absolutely would be on board with that. Yeah, me too. I'd love to see it. 
I'd do whatever I could to help it. But um, mm-hmm. not that I'd ever be called on for that, but I certainly would do the the, the talking side of things every chance I got. It would be something I, I really believe needs to happen because the other pandemic, if you will, is this pandemic of dual justice systems and there's only one side of the coin that's getting persecuted here and you know the rest of the, mm-hmm. the rest of the folks get away with doing anything they want and um yes i think people are tired of that as well and and really want to start fighting back on that one as well so um mm-hmm. so what is next for the project in your group and um how how long do we have to go before we're they're done making reports and sending them out how close are they to the end of that well i believe we got the last pfizer documents production in march because none have come out in april and they usually come out very close to the start of the month and that makes sense in the context i told you they were given eight months and Mm -hmm. that was a full year so um As far as going through the documents and producing reports, that's ongoing. You know, you revisit documents and find things you didn't find or find different ways of approaching a topic. So I'm not sure exactly when that will end. Something um, interesting that's happened recently, though, is defending the Republic had a lawsuit and they are getting Moderna documents released. Uh, And those will start coming out. Yeah, those start coming out in July. And I had been in touch with that legal team uh, prior to this happening and knew they were working on it. So it's very exciting to hear that it's going to happen. And the first documents that are going to be released are over 13,000 pages related to adverse events. Wow. So we're going to do another, you know, war room essentially deep dive into those as, and that will total that production is going to total a little over 24,000 pages but Aaron series firm also has a Moderna lawsuit going and the great you know the massiveness of the production is really going to be under that lawsuit and my understanding is it's going to be millions of pages so we have a lot in front of us you need more volunteers um, yes, so, if that really comes through, we definitely will. And also, there's a uh, effort in place in Europe right now, in particular in the UK, the people I know who are working on it, to get AstraZeneca documentation released as well. well. Sure. I mean, it's just going to snowball, isn't it? I mean, when you release mm-hmm. data, then there's going to be more. There's going to be more uh, likely release from these others. That's going to be demanded of them. And yes. I'm glad that you know. Uh, you should be very proud of of what you're doing in the group because it's so critically important. And um, I personally thank you for that. But I mean that, you know, I think people will owe you, people will owe you a debt of gratitude and already do because there's there's so much that is just being hidden and being lied about. And honestly, it's you know, if it wasn't for talking with people like you and um, seeing the, the the bright lights in this whole thing, it would be very hard to take. Being, the, you yeah. know, so so what can people do going forward? Where do they go? How could they sign up if they are interested in fut- in being part of it in the future? And where do they go for the reports that you've made so far? So you can go to dailyclout.io. On the home page on the right hand side, there's a red box that says read the latest Pfizer report. And every time we put up a new report, it's there. You can scroll through all of them and read them. Um, in our shop, we have the PDF ebook of the 2022 reports available, as well as the paperback book version, which just started coming out last month. There's also an Amazon Kindle version. Um, available on Amazon's website. So that's accessible to everyone. And if you want to get involved with the project, you can go to campaigns.dailyclout.io and look for the Pfizer Documents Project. Follow it. And the first post, once you're following it, is a start here and it explains to you how to get started. Or if anyone um, gets kind of lost in all of those instructions, 
they are welcome to email me directly at amy at dailyclout.io. I spell my name A-M-Y. And I will be happy to help you and get you started. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. And mm-hmm. um, if you provide me with all those links and stuff, I will certainly put them in the description. Actually, I can just go through and listen and put them all on. But um, okay. very, very important work. Uh, again, I'm honored to have had you on and talk to you about this. I always give people an, uh, an opportunity to cover anything they'd like at the end in case I didn't uh, ask the right question to draw out that information. So is there something else you'd like to share? I would like to ask people to share this information out as widely as you can. It's been suppressed by the mainstream media. It's suppressed on most social media sites. And it's so important that people know about it. And also, I just want to thank all the volunteers who are making this happen. They are doing it out of the goodness of their hearts for humanity. They've been so dedicated and given of their expertise and time. And none of this would have happened without them. And so I really like to highlight what a blessing they are, not just to me, but to all of humanity. Right. Well said. Well, thank you so much again, and I look forward to having you back and talking more as more comes to light and people start to wake up. I'm I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that that is very, very soon. So, Thank you. I would like that to come back. Good interview. I really enjoy having people on the show. Amy is another person that you can tell is extremely genuine and is caring and understands what is going on in the world today, in our country today. Um, sorry for the dark, the darkness on my side of the video there, but um, that uh, has been repaired, as you can see. So, um, so sh- she was talking, and I were talking about the data that is being shared, and there's more and more data, and more and more attacks, and more on more and more fronts, and that is part of the objective, of course, is to overwhelm us with so much that is destroying the fabric of our country that it really you know it really is overwhelming so i think the key to that is that if you have specific knowledge or specific skill sets you know you can choose one or maybe two topics to really stand up and fight for Um, and if you do that and you concentrate on that and you concentrate on you know affecting your local government um That'll be a good thing, and, and participate in voting um, worker, workers, like validating uh, the vote, the ballots, and that sort of thing, and you can volunteer for that. So there's a lot that can be done, of course. There's a lot that has to be done that's out of our control, and um, I'm particularly curious as to what your opinions are, and you can comment in the video here uh, or on my social media pages about our our conversation as it applied to President Trump specifically. So are you on board with the need for President Trump to come out and say, hey, you know, I was duped on this vaccine thing and um, admit to that? Or do you think that that is something you should not do? And if you have an opinion, you know, share why, please. And and uh, I'm looking forward to reading reading those. And then maybe if you have some other thoughts on what, um, you know, what our goal is, my personal goal is that, it gets to the point where we have Nuremberg t- type trials for this whole COVID thing, and uh, you know, really charge some people with treason because I certainly think it elevates to that. Um, but I'm wondering what you what you would be satisfied with, what you think the end game is, what do you think we need to do next? If you have any feedback on that whatsoever, please leave a comment. Um, I do look at them and, and follow what you what you have written in there. So check that out, and then. Um, I will have the links in the description. I usually go back and update some links, so um, I'll get it in the description here very shortly. Um, We are going to take a quick break, and then we're going to be right back and talk some more. After we watched our daughter Grace die on FaceTime, I uh, 
felt that I needed to go to the hospital, though I was still pretty sick. And I met Jessica and our pastor there. And um, while we were in the room, we, Jessica and I let us spend a few moments just with Grace alone. And it was, it was just a horrific um, sight to come upon. Was the Her daughter Grace was now gone. Um, the emotions that came over the top of our minds and just our physical bodies were just unbelief. We, uh, we took her BiPAP off because it was still on. This was hope and prayers that somehow she wasn't really gone. And as soon as we did that, the color of grace changed. And um, we had to accept that she was truly gone. one person stepped foot in that room. How can you do that? How can you allow an innocent person, a child, she's only 19 years old, die in front of your eyes? You don't do that. If you're human, you don't do that. They knew they weren't going to convince us to put Grace on a ventilator. That means the money was going to dry up. They had to have the money. And when you follow the money trail all the way through, you see that a ventilator is about a $300,000 decision. That they had higher paying patients in the emergency room. Grace was worth more dead than alive. We don't just need food, we need to eat food with a high nutritional value. Who wants to just survive food shortages? Let's thrive in times of adversity and lack. Optimize your daily nutrition and ensure you and your family have our two-year shelf-stable kingdom fuel as a cornerstone of your emergency food supply. Don't sacrifice your health or your taste buds. Stock up on kingdom fuel now. We're about news, commentary, conversations, truth, liberty, and God. We stand for American values and our flag. We believe that the Constitution is a document that fortifies rights already given to us by our Creator. We will not apologize for our love of God and country, ever. We are right, America media coming to you from the land of common sense and American pride, not a unicorn or rainbow in sight. Welcome back to the Patriot Review with Jeff Wagner. about my post that I put yesterday calling Biden, Harris, and Pelosi three stooges and, and the attacks back why I call your leaders, your leaders, clowns, because they've done nothing but attack America, control our kids, destroy our economy, and put other countries first. Now my liberal friends, you love to be in control. Well, you can't control your kids today because they are in control. 
So why don't you do something about it by voting them out? And now it's okay for you to destroy and, and attack Trump? What you're doing today, it's okay. We're supposed to keep our mouths shut. Calling him a sexist, racist, a feminist that needs to die. What has he done when he was in office that has hurt you or your business or your children? President Trump has always put America first. We need to put America first. And in order to do that, we need to get rid of the administration. Our current administration has done nothing to benefit us, but everything to hurt us. It's time to stand up, never give up, never give in. God bless. That was Ola Watma, who is on the show here on occasion. And she is a little bit unique in that she does most of her content work over on LinkedIn, which she has a huge following, but a lot of people don't use LinkedIn, so it's kind of unique. Um, she does a lot of short videos like that. If you haven't looked her up yet, go ahead and do that. It's Ola Hawatma. You can look her up on LinkedIn, and you can follow her here, of course, because she's sharing videos that are specifically for the Patriot Review and for you um, as watchers of the Patriot Review. And I have to thank you, first of all, for being for watching the show and for being loyal followers. And um, I just want to tell you that uh, we are starting to do some different things and, and really try to get a more interactive approach and try to get more special services. And so that's the purpose for like the Frank social uh, membership and the premium membership. So you can check that out. One of the things in the commercial, you, you hear the uh, complete commercial, the audio and the commercial talking about kingdom fuel and other supplements. What's not mentioned though, is you can go to Sherwood.tv, Sherwood, S H E R W O O D dot TV slash TPR. And that's how you get discounted prices uh, for their products. They have a lot of great products and I encourage you to check them out. If you're into wellness, you won't regret it. So check that out. Also the documentary, I have news on breaking the oath the unauthorized documentary. Um, it came in at one hour and I think 32 or 38 minutes. Um, so it's a little bit longer. It's not, not even close to my freedom waning documentary, which, um, you know, I did basically with really, really, really cheap equipment and a lot of uh, YouTube videos and cut-ins and stuff. So the quality is absolutely terrible as far as the cinematography goes, but the content is good. Um, but it's divided into three sections, and it's a couple hours long. So uh, you can get that, and you can learn more about Breaking the Oath at America First, the number one ST, AmericaFirstProductions.com. And then you can work your way to whichever documentary page that you're you're interested in. Uh, Freedom Waning is actually under the free. You'll see the, the free tab on the top. And you can go in and check that out. What I did with that is I divided Reagan's A Time for Choosing speech into sections. And then basically surrounded that with content. Uh, making making the argument that what he was saying is true, and unfortunately that what he was warning about has come to pass in our country. And um, as I said before the, the break, we all need to choose our ground to battle on and fight. Um, now the the comment that Ola made in her um, her brief video there was talking about you know how we get attacked for saying the smallest things, and I've shown a number of times that you know we get attacked for for even mentioning you know Barack Obama for example or Hillary Clinton or uh, Joe Biden and their mistakes were called racist were called everything else and um, we all have that as a as an added burden but the the truth is if you're getting attacked you know and you start to step out and you're getting attacked it means you're over the target these people are you know emotional they they don't they don't have a lot of facts to, to argue with. They don't have any facts to argue with. So they come back and they, they attack based on emotion. And, of course, none of us want to see people hurt. None of us want to see the rights of individuals violated. But we all understand what used to be commonly understood, that you have rights as long as they don't infringe on the rights of others. And that is where we're at today. Everything uh, everything is now a right. I have a right to, to do this and that, and it doesn't matter what you feel or what you believe or 
if it infringes on your constitutional rights. So our society has gone the path that many failed societies and great, great uh, uh, powers have gone down in the past. And that is once you destroy your founding principles, you destroy your nation. And that's what's happening. So if, you, if, if things haven't been urgent enough for you yet, keep that in mind because that's where we're going. So you do have to decide to step up and speak out. And, of course, I've said a hundred times, um, not not violently. Don't do things through, through violence. That's not the right way. We have to take a look at the judges and the attorneys and, and uh, those folks that are in place to continue this slide into fascism and get rid of them and do that in the, the legal way. Vote them out if possible or uh, impeach them, whatever is possible legally in your state. Um, and on the federal level, of course, you know, impeach them and get them out the door. But um, that has to be done, and then we won't see things like the January 6th political prisoners. And then, you know, we won't see some of the violations of the constitutional rights by these alphabet agencies like the FBI and, and those sorts of things. So um, if President Trump is elected, he's promised to do a lot in that regard. Uh, but, of course, he's going to need... Um, a Congress that supports him as well. So it's very important this next election, presidential election, I think if we fail, we might as well give up because uh, that's going to result in a whole a whole uh, multi-decade uh, insurmountable destruction that, that they're already doing and that they will continue to do. So that's my soapbox speech. Um, with the with the comments that Ola made on, um, on you know, being criticized and stuff. We all went through the so-called summer of love, which is the summer of destruction and the summer of, of tyranny, uh, the BLM and the Antifa riots, the burning, the looting, the stealing, the uh, assault, the murder, the, the media's coddling of them, um, the... The VP Harris herself coming out and saying they they won't stop nor should they stop. Um, the same VP contributing to the bail to get uh, people released, and of course the destruction of the whole bail uh, bail and bond system, so that these people are just now turned back on the street. Um, you know, and we we were the ones who were called the racists, and we were the ones who were attacked even though the real racism was in reverse and occurring on our streets, and we saw it every night on television. So I played this video a couple times before, but I want to refresh your memory as to who the racists really are and who they're led by. We already have a nigger mayor. We don't need any more nigger big shots. Our kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. You cannot go to... Dunkin' Donuts, unless you have a slight Indian accent. It's a Do you support gay marriage? No. Barack Obama nor I support redefining from a from a civil side what constitutes marriage. We do not support that. This clip, a young girl catches Biden's attention. He then asks the six-year-old girl if she's 17. How old are you, 17? Oh, six. face before her mother draws attention to the camera then strokes her hair and kisses her again he then grabs on her face and hair again we already have a nigger mayor we don't need any more nigger big shots yeah i think that says it all doesn't it and um in the documentary i started talking about um we i have some clip of obama signing obamacare into law and Joe was there, of course, and if you remember, there was a little black boy standing uh, beside the table next to Barack Obama, and Joe is sitting there stroking his head and squeezing his shoulder, and he's a little boy, and it's just disgusting. And for uh, us to be attacked for calling out, you know, these behaviors that are that they're trying to force down our throats as normal. I mean, if our children aren't enough of a motivator to get up off the, the floor and off the couch and to do something about it, I think we're lost. So I challenge each and every one of you to think about what your talents are, what your skill sets are, 
what you're um, what you're passionate about fighting for, and to jump in the fray again nonviolently and to do it to fight it. So again, you can comment on my interview with Amy. You can comment on Ola's uh, anything you want. Um, go ahead and and do that. You can go to Frank Social and you can pick up that membership for. Um, for the Frank Social site specifically, and it's three bucks a month. You're not not going to get a cheaper membership uh, anywhere. You can check that out. There's a lot to it. Um, the Breaking the Oath documentary on America First Productions. There is also on that site. There will be anyway after the release. There will be a director's edition that comes out, and with the director's edition, you actually get quite a few things. You can download the full documentary. You can see the unedited unedited interviews for Breaking the Oath, so the behind-the-scenes stuff. And you can see my story behind the story where I will tell you all that went into making the documentary, why we chose to do the things we did, why we left out other things, and a lot more. Um, you can join a private viewing and a Q&A session. So that is pre-release. So that will actually be coming up fairly soon. So if you want to get involved in that, go ahead and, and Go to AmericaFirstProductions.com slash Breaking the Oath, and uh, you'll be able to purchase this. So it's $19.99, and you also get discounts with BTO products, not just art. I'll have some other products there that you can get some discounts on. And then if you prefer some America First, I think I got a shirt and a sweatshirt out there if you want to pick something like that up. Um, our tagline is Freedom in Film. So the whole objective for America First Productions is is to produce documentaries and other films that deal with the America that you and I love and specifically geared towards uh, the America first folks out there. So if it's something that um, that you value, you know, please contribute to me. Now, I've been doing this now for over two years, and I am just now really trying to start building some subscription services and, and funding um, to date, everything has come out of my pocket, and my time has been free to include making the documentary Breaking the Oath. So I came up with this director's edition uh, idea because it would certainly help me to do more more documentaries. The average documentary professional camera, you know, is around a, a decent one is around six grand. Um, you know, right now I'm doing what I can with what I have. But I certainly want to increase the quality and the deliverables as time goes. So please consider that. This is uh, $19.99 for, for this. Um, also, join me on all my social media. You can go to redbloodedpatriots.com, redbloodedpatriots.com. You'll see all my social links at the top. Click on and subscribe to the, to the social media site of your choice. There's a lot of good ones out there these days. Um, uh, Frank Social is my home, however. Frank Social is just absolutely awesome about, you know, giving you guidance about, um, as a, as a content creator, about, um, being involved in the development of things. Like I just mentioned, I'm one of only 10 shows involved in the, uh, membership and, and subscription service, uh, rollout, which is, which is absolutely awesome. So I really appreciate Frank Social. And that's not to say that others aren't, aren't, uh, good, but, that is my preference. Um, you'll get most of the content. You'll get more content there. The only other option, uh, I do offer plans on my website as well, which you can check out. Again, that's redbloodedpatriots.com. If you have comments for me, you can email me at redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. And I do have a, you know, my, with my website, I have a, a free email where I can use my website name and stuff. I just haven't done that yet. Um, I've been doing fine as I've been going. So, again, my email, redbloodedpatriots at protonmail.com. My website, redbloodedpatriots.com. My documentary and filmmaking website is America First, the number one ST productions.com. So, please check those out. And we have another great show coming for you, coming to you next week at 4 p.m. on Sundays. I am still kicking around the idea of a daily show, maybe a half an hour show in which we have exchanges via chat live about about the current stories um, or even potentially call-ins. But what I need to do first is build the subscription so that I have um, people that I can 
rely on to make that show effective. So um, if you're interested in that at all, you know, let me know. And you can let me know best by subscribing. So thank you very much. We will see you next week.